Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Roger roll, Discovery. Discovery, Houston. 22nd, LOS, Discovery, Alpha Mingo, Pulse 1, not required. Roger, we'll stop discovery. Welcome back. A great ending to the new beginning. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Buffalo Soapstone. Ryan needed a break, and I think his phone did too. Uh, so I'm still trying to log in. From still trying, still trying to find that password. You know, you'd think after seven thousand tries, you'd, you'd well, you don't it, even get it. Forgot. I mean, I, I, I don't get it. It's like yeah. If it's I like, knew it's my like find my password. It's like oh okay, check your email. And it's like it's been a week. Yeah, I, I checked and haven't seen an email. So. I don't have time for this. But I'm not going to call him. Can't do it. Can't do it. So do you want to do a lead off story or yeah? Do your lead do, story. Uh, I'll do the wheel. We're switching things up next okay. week. We have an AI episode. The week okay. after that, um, I'll be coming back from Canada. I got that coming up. Yep. yep. Um, and then we'll kind of like. Figure up a wrap up for this show, and mm-hmm. then we'll start something fresh for the uh, the final month I have left. Yeah. I well, as we promised before, we have uh, some older news. Nothing yeah, it's super old, old but uh, some older news. There's, a, I think, there's a handful of things in here that are not quite super old. But what's your top story? Ah, uh, the top story. Coke? Yeah, I got a Coke. You know, I actually will start with a slightly newer story. So. Um, a girl was recently, uh, um, I think it was a girl, was recently messing around with a metal detector. Just like, you know, fooling around with the metal detector in the woods. Uh, oh, I got in one. Denmark. Got one. You have one? Yeah. Have you, like, how well does it work? I used to have one. It didn't work it's, too well. It's good. You can find things with it? If I, I've ne- I mean, I haven't really found anything. Oh, okay. But like, you know. <laughs> Go on. If you like hit a key in your yard, you could find it or something, you know. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Well, that's so. good. Because I had one and it was like, it was dicey whether or not you could find the key that you knew where it was, whether it would actually register regardless of your no. settings. No, no, it's a pretty smart, so. I mean, it's expensive. I got that uh, for free, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, a pro tip out there, if you're going to get into metal detecting, uh, which is a fun hobby, uh, spend a little bit of money. Be, be willing to shell out like two to $300. If you do that, you'll be all right. If you get one of these ones, it's like, yeah, $79 metal detector. It's like, okay, this thing is not going to be good. It's barely going to work, but as you see, the dogs with us this week. <laughs> the dog, the that. dog is uh, doing the laps, which Jeez. is fine. Oh boy! So people like dogs, man. Yeah, but they don't like this podcast, and she's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Buffalo Soapstone, not uh, Josie Soapstone. Anyway, uh, so a woman was uh, using a metal detector in the woods and okay. found three hundred silver coins that are likely to be more than a thousand years old in northwestern Denmark. Uh, they were discovered near a Viking fortress site. It's <laughs> dark. A Viking fortress site. A Viking fortress site. So I guess that's like a uh, a. It was a known area where Vikings would have been. Okay. Uh, but she just found them out in the woods nearby. So that's cool. kind of cool. Yeah, we don't really have anything like that around here. I could probably find 
bullets or something. That is true. Yeah, that's the one thing you can find here is, uh, you know, you keep talking. I'm Civil throw War sites. Okay, toy goes outside. So uh, you know, some uh, museum folks said that, uh, that this amount of coins to be found is actually quite rare. Uh, it's not just like oh, you find coins and that means you found a giant treasure. Usually, you find like two or three coins because people would drop two or three coins. It's very very rare to find out in the wilderness uh, or in the forest, um, you know, an actual trove of coins. Three hundred coins is a lot. That's not the sort of thing that you just carry around on your person from day to day. That's like somebody... They were silver, right? Somebody like hid them out there or lost them as they were traveling. Yeah, silver coins. So 300 of them. So that's not bad. So is that hers? I mean, how's this work? So uh, I know that there are certain areas where you have to get permission. Museum? And usually like you'll come to an agreement before you go out. You come to an agreement with like if somebody owns the land, it's like, okay, if I find anything... Whatever the value is, I will give you 30% of that or something like that. But I don't know. It doesn't say anything about that. They mm. might, as far as I'm, as, as far as I know, they might uh, be hers. But I would guess that at the very least, she's going to sell them to museums or collectors. Right. So this is not like, oh, hey, I have all this silver. It's no, I have, I have these silver coins that are worth something, you know, because these are very rare. So you don't get very many of these. So that's our lead story. So, I think it is time. Oh, I get to spin. I've Ryan, never spin. Ryan has never spun. had the chance to spin the wheel. I'm a spinner now. All right. <laughs> ready? Yeah, ready. This is exciting. What do you do? You hold this? Uh, I usually hold like the little, these little plastic tabs there. Oh, okay. You know, see, oh, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, right yeah. Good edge, grip. Yeah. It's fun. Food news? Food news. Okay. Let's see what I got for food news. I spelled my name wrong in this Bethesda thing. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so for food news, I have this one weird story from 2019. A Japanese restaurant made headlines for serving a dessert that looked like a pair of realistic human feet. The dessert, known as, quote, zombie feet, unquote, consisted of a pair of chocolate-coated cakes that were shaped and painted to resemble feet with wrinkled skin, toenails, and hair. Is this from Halloween? No. Okay. No, it's just some Japanese restaurant did this. According to the reports, the dessert was the brainchild of the restaurant's chef who wanted to create a unique and memorable dish for Halloween. Okay, so it was for Halloween. No. The dessert was served with a side of raspberry sauce, which was meant to look like blood, which, you know, it's pretty... Usually does. Yeah, a little maroon air. Yeah, uh, a little yeah. too maroony. For I mean, me. you know, if you're if you're a zombie and it's been coagulating for a while. You know, oh, okay. So, you know. All right. Okay. While some people found the dessert to be amusing or impressive, others were disturbed or disgusted by the realistic appearance of the feet. Nevertheless, the dessert proved to be a popular and profitable item on the restaurant's menu, with many customers ordering it as a novelty or a dare. The zombie feet dessert is just one example of the strange and culinary creations that have become popular in recent years. As chefs and restaurants seek to stand out in a crowded and competitive food industry. Hmm. Would, do you think he would try that? You seem like yeah. the sort of person who yeah. would be like, well, yeah, I? Like, I would try real feet. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not afraid of uh, food. <laughs> All right. Not afraid of food. So that's a food news item. Uh, I think I have another one in here somewhere, although it's kind of hard to say. I have two that could be either... Well, I have one that could be either food or music. It's hard to say. We'll see what comes up. All right. So. I'm going to spin the wheel, and then I'll let the dog back in. She obviously found the toy. I threw it as far <laughs> as I could. All right. She had the metal detector. We got uh, whatever this is. Entertainment news. Entertainment right. news. Let me get the dog. Okay, so this is kind of entertainment adjacent. Uh, Del- 
<laughs> Delhi's Vikas has changed his name officially to James Bond. Uh, Vikas Cardam, 33, has officially changed his name to James Bond, a famous fictional spy in British author Ian Fleming's work. Living in West Delhi with his wife and three-year-old daughter, Cardam is happy with his decision, unlike people around him, including his wife, the Times of India reported. His wife concerned his wife is concerned that the name change might get him trolled ever since he changed his name cardam has been getting a lot of attention he isn't despising it he admits that the idea of changing his name occurred as a joke initially but he realized that he could relate with the name with he could relate with this name more than his own name vikas or vikas i don't know how to say it i'm sorry indian folks out there uh it was in September 19, 2019 that he thought of changing his name and started the official paperwork in April. However, the process got delayed due to the coronavirus lockdown. After mm. much delay, his dream has come true, and his dream is that he is now James Bond. So what do you think? That is a entertainment adjacent. That is entertainment um, adjacent, yeah. You know, I, I really wish it was harder to change your name, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I worked with someone who legally had their name changed. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was actually kind of just uh, paperwork. Yeah. And it was like, what, like a $50 fee or something like that? I don't know how much it was. I didn't ask. Um, I think it was like a filing fee, but it's not yeah, much. Sure. It's like 50 bucks. It's or pretty cheap. But I, I feel like um, you're kind of you're kind of born with it, mm-hmm. and it kind of shapes you. Yeah. You know? I know, you know, whatever. But I really do think it's makes you who you are in a way because you know it's uh, the name that you were given it's the name that you reacted to and then like you can't just erase all that you know and they make it very easy to do so um yeah and there's something just weird about the idea of like taking on the name of a thing super well known to other people they'd be like if you that's all if you were like oh okay i'm gonna legally change my name to bryce wayne or bruce wayne yeah, Bryce Wayne. I did Bryce Wayne, which was the was that the uh, the Chipmunks one. Oh, so, but yeah, I mean, I guess, and it's really easy to change your last name, and mm-hmm. I think that's odd too. You know, like he changed his first and last name, yeah, first and last name. Yeah, the guy that I knew. Yeah, and I will tell you off air what he changed it to. Okay, if you don't know him, I don't uh, know if you do. But I'm anyway, very curious as to who this is. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just it's weird. But I guess you know. To each his own, but I mean, I, to go to are you trying Bond, to like erase I mean, your like? Yeah, what, what's happening, James Bond? I get it. Like it's kind of like a joke, right? It started yeah. out and then it became reality. But you know, people that change their name, I don't know. It's weird, you know, yeah. especially when you're like buying a house. When you're buying a house and you get that loan and you get the the judge in front of you, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, who's buying this like, house?" Like, Here, oh, here's all your aliases, and mine is just my name. Yeah, yeah. But like, you get people like that. And he's going down the list. He's like. James Bond, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, it just doesn't come out. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird to me. All right. Cool. Yeah. Very All strange. Right. Very strange. Very strange. Very strange. Uh, moving on. What else do you have? What What do you have? Uh, I just want to make sure it lands on something see. you have. Um, I have some weird news. Okay. Yeah, I have, I have, th- you have se- I have several weird news. I have some animal okay. news. Yeah. Well, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Animal. There it is. Animal news. All right. Sheep who was lost for in the forest for years gets 80 pounds of wool shaved off. So um, this happened a wow. little bit ago. Yeah. You want to see the photos of this sheep? Uh, folks, go look up this, this sheep that yeah, was lost. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. What do I Google here? Uh, 
sheep who was lost in forest for eighty years gets or for years sheep. gets eighty pounds of wool shaved off. If a sheep was lost in the forest for eighty years, it's not a sheep anymore. <laughs> so, uh, sheep are Birds. unique farm livestock. In fact, they are uh, much different than cows and goats in many ways. Like other li- livestock, they produce dairy. So one of the things people don't know about sheep, or some people don't know this about sheep, you actually have to shear them. They were bred to grow this hair very thick so that you can get a lot of wool off of these things because this is what people used to make clothes for the longest time. And so you have to shear them because it will just continue to grow and it can eventually choke and kill the animal. Um, I saw a video of this thing. It doesn't look real. There's a there's an old Star Trek episode and that's what this thing looks like. It looks like a moving rock, basically. Um, so how does that... You know, a lot of people... I've heard a lot of... Um, people talk about, uh, you know, like if you don't milk cows, mm-hmm. you know, like what happens in that instance where they get swollen and they get yeah. infection and all these things. Yes. Um, same with sheep. Like I'm looking at a sheep right now. It might not be the same, but it's a 75 pounds worth of wool. That's sheep. probably the same. I mean, it's and, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They all yeah. kind of, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. You just had like this one little nose sticking out and that's it. And it looks like a rock. Basically. Okay. But if humans are so horrible, right. Which we all know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would happen to these animals if not? Uh, it, the, us? the the sheep would basically. How do they do it themselves? They don't. So okay. we we bred them to be able to do this because like you basically just crossbreed your sheep. So what have, is the natural have, sheep like, the, that just doesn't grow? Hair. I mean, no, yeah, natural sheep. It like it kind of stays kind of thin, or it might fall out. But like if you cross, even this dog that's causing all the trouble. Yeah, if I don't no, no, get this her, this is not a natural dog. This is not a natural. This is a dog we produced. Okay, so you you have a poodle something or other, right? Of some sort. Uh, that is not a natural dog. You do not get those in the wild. You only get those by selective crossbreeding. Um, and then mo- most dog breeds is are like Is she crossbred that. with a sheep of some kind? No, no. <laughs> She's crossbred with other dogs to produce particular characteristics. Most dog breeds are like that. There is something like a prototypical dog, and it kind of looks like a dingo. Um, if you let all dogs that we have out in the wild um, and they can crossbreed, you know, I understand most dogs are fixed, and that's fine. But if all these dogs were to crossbreed, within a few generations, almost all the offspring of these dogs would just kind of look like a dingo because that's the natural tendency of dogness, especially in environmental situations where some dogs, like your other dog, probably couldn't survive on its own. Just couldn't. Um, and that's, you know, that's fine. That's my fault. So. I didn't no, no, I'm not saying it's hard. a fault. It's okay. She's gone soft. And, and <laughs> even with sheep, it's actually okay. Uh, it's just, you know, these are animals that actually need us to... to keep up because like, if, if, if you don't shear the, like if you don't shear the sheep it will eventually starve to death because it will not be able to move around and that's but we did this we did this yeah how cruel how cruel so we can have shirts yeah or whatever what do you make what else do you make sweaters like i have a blanket i have a merino wool blanket that i like a lot look at you no but see here's the thing like it's actually really healthy for the sheep, sheep most killer. of the wool that they got off of this sheep i would assume is not really usable because you have to get it at a certain length how did it survive? Uh, it was on its way out. I mean, it can survive for a good long time, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna have a long life. I just don't know how it would bend over so. for water and, you know, just yeah, natural things. I'm assuming that it was like probably nearing its uh, the end of its ability to to keep up with itself. Mm. But like these are animals. Like this line of animals actually needs humans. They mm. can't survive on their own. The only way you could get the the offspring of these animals to survive on its own is if you were selectively breeding them away from these um, from these types of hair growth patterns. So, animal news. All right, next up, animal news. Animal news. Another one. 
Do you have one? Let me see. I don't remember. I might. No, I do not. All right. We will... We're going to spin again. Why not? Weird news. Weird news. Do you have a few of those? Yes, I do have a few of those. Okay. Florida man steals train car. Train sends it crashing into house. A Florida man says he jumped from a stolen car seconds before it was hit by a train and sent flying into a nearby home. The sleeping residents were unharmed and the man was later arrested, authorities said. Police said the man claimed he stole the car in a good faith effort to search for his own vehicle after leaving a bar early Saturday in Martin County. I actually did not read this. I just saw the headlines. Like, oh, that's one. Uh, Martin County and drove uh, around 50 miles north of West Palm Beach. Instead, he got stuck on the railroad tracks in the path of an oncoming train. After the crash, the man tried to steal a forklift from a nearby fruit stand, which he also vandalized. Uh, (laughs) He was arrested after flagging down responding deputies to let them know he was still looking for his car. (laughs) The homeowners were fine, but, uh, quote, the explosive sound of a driverless car smashing into the side of their home was clearly jolting, the sheriff's office said. The 38-year-old faces charges of grand theft and criminal mischief, and additional charges are expected. In describing this episode, the sheriff's office said no title could explain the case, but the details will, uh, well, it's just best to read on. So that's basically all I have for this. Uh, But, yeah. So what do you think about that? I mean, that's pretty messed up. And then he flags down the cops. He's like, no, I'm still looking for my car, guys. It's wild. It is weird news, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. We got nothing else to say. We should spin. It's all weird news. That's why you have left, right? No. What do you got? I've got music news. You should have. You had music. music. I took yeah. it down because like you're Mister Anti Music. No, no, I'm not Mister Anti Music. You just yes, don't you like are. the music you, I like. You only listen to jazz, <laughs> and it's very different. <laughs> and then, and then you say to me, "I didn't think you were a music god." I have another weird news one as well. Okay, yeah, music, that's fine. That's okay. the closest thing in Atlanta. Music news number one. A string quartet played a concert for an audience of nearly 2,300 potted, plant, potted plants. Okay, look at this photo. They just filled the, uh, the entire auditorium oh and all the gosh. balconies with potted plants. Barcelona, Spain. Uh, let's see. It's, I can't pronounce this. Lesieux. Uh, Grand Theater held an unconventional concert Monday for the first day of its reopening as musicians from the Such and Such Quartet played uh, the, the, well the translation is uh, Chrysanthemums by Buccini for an audience not of people but 2,292 plants. The hall which has been closed since March was filled with palms ficus trees and Swiss cheese plants. I did not know that's a thing. As a symbolic gesture of the months of the pandemic when nature was reclaimed or when nature reclaimed Space from people, according to a report. So this is during COVID, basically, the lockdowns. So they were playing for plants, and I'm assuming they were live-streaming this. Um, it is a nice photo. Oh, you see, like, a lot of greenery Yeah, it's very stuff. pretty, it's yeah. Very, very well done. It would um, be more impressive if all of them bloomed or something. or Yeah, responded in responded some way. Responded to the music. Rather than just, like, I'm, I'm wondering how well they applauded, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, strange, strange things have happened. 2,300 potted plants as an audience. Has it, though? All right. Um, So I got weird news. Is okay to keep on here? Yeah. Okay. You got another music news? I do have one more music news, which is kind of similar. Actually, I still have two. More plants? I still have two more, two weird news things. Yeah. um, 
Worldwide one of a kind, the Vegetable Orchestra performs on instruments made of fresh vegetables. Oh my gosh. Where are you? <laughs> that is not food news. That's not food. No, th- this is that, music news. No, that should be food news. That's, this is music news. <laughs> the utilization of various uh, ever-refined vegetable instruments creates a musically and aesthetically unique sound universe. I'm kind of curious to see what it sounds like. But I don't want to really look it up on the air. See, this is what happens when you leave me to pick all these things out. No, no, it's fine. I, I, I think the audience needs to know how I spin a wheel <laughs> and what really interests you, <laughs> which is... Fruit instruments or vegetables, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Fruit music. What was, yeah. yeah, what were they made of? Uh, let's see. Pumpkin drums. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? They don't really show it. Oh. Uh, there are no musical boundaries for the vegetable orchestra. The most diverse music styles fuse here. Contemporary music, beat-oriented <laughs> house tracks, experimental electronic, free jazz, noise, dub, clicks and cuts. They don't talk about like what these actual... Um, vegetable instruments All are. Right, so I'm on. I'm kind of annoyed about I'm that. I'm on vegetableorchestra.org, That's which, what is, I was on. which is their website. Let me see if um, they do me. have a pumpkin here. I mean, mm, nice. And you hit the pumpkin, and that is part of the green album. Uh, bring together the elements that have brought acclaim to the vegetable orchestra. <laughs> if they don't do a VeggieTales cover, I'm going to be kind of upset. Oh, they, there's no way they're going to do a VeggieTales cover. <laughs> But it, it's appropriate. It would be perfect. Yeah, you're right. But there's no way they're going to do it. Okay. Well, anyway, that is definitely food news. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, so that's she, food news. She's playing a zucchini with a pepper. Um, oh, these are kind of perverse. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It doesn't look provo- uh, appropriate. Oh, you know what? Um, it's not what you think. Did you watch the video? No. Okay, it's really just ASMR. Oh, okay. But like, so it's not musical at all. It's modern music. Um, I wish I didn't see these. Actually, <laughs> I'm having a little bit of issue with this. All right, Ryan's losing I'm his appetite. Sorry. Don't look it up, folks. I'm just. We can nix that one. <laughs> all right. So I got weird news. That's all I got left. Uh, let me see. What do you got? I've got two for two more for weird news. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure it's yes. not really food yep. or animal I, or sure. something? Because I'm sure. Okay. Like I don't want to say, oh, weird news, and you go, a dog was spotted off the. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not even news. You, you, so we got weird news. Look at that. All right, weird news. Go ahead. So keep in mind, these are from a little bit ago. Monkeys steal COVID nineteen test samples from health worker in India. Oh, that's pretty common, though. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't even. There's some places you can't even have a. Just a snack with you. Monkeys mobbed an Indian health worker and made off with blood samples from coronavirus tests, prompting fears that they could have spread the virus in the local area. After making off with the, the three samples this week in Meerut near Delhi, or Delhi, sorry, uh, the monkeys scampered up nearby trees and one tried to chew its plunder. That's awesome. The sample boxes were later recovered and had not been damaged. The medical college superintendent told the AFP on Friday after footage of the incident went viral on social media. So, okay, so there's actual video of these monkeys up to their mischief. So Okay. Um, we actually have... Uh, how, com- how common is it that... It's pretty common. Uh, we actually have similar issues in the U.S., uh, but not with monkeys. There's like pigeons with like... No, 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 no. It's, but... uh, it's a huge big deal in... Um, it's mainly in Anchorage, okay, parts of Alaska. Okay. Uh, but ravens will just come in, and uh, there was this one article. This was 
it was a few years ago, but these ravens would keep stealing like meat from people's carts, like produce and meat. Really? Um, this one guy uh, had his entire short rib taken from his cart from wow. ravens in Alaska. Um, and I don't know if you know what the portion size of that must have been coming from Costco, but this isn't like a little piece it's like of short rib. a substantial rib. package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, animal pests, I mean, if you go to tourist areas, the way mm-hmm. that uh, birds behave in tourist areas are always, like, shocking to me. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, and the bird's just like, what? Why are you this close to me? <laughs> this is not what I'm used to. Yeah. Like, yeah. you should have flown away, you know, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ravens are a huge issue in Alaska. Uh, pigeons, you know, throughout most major cities. Uh, same with rats and mice, actually. So, you know, there's monkey monkey problems are pretty much, you know, on that side of the world. But, yeah, I've seen a lot of really cool documentaries about monkeys um, and just how they... It's kind of like a, um, in the movie Aladdin, how <laughs> Abu steals all the fruit and stuff. You can't have um, a business without getting attacked by monkeys at some point. Especially if there's food involved. Uh, how many stories was that? Uh, that was nine. Well, no, it was not nine. It was eight, because we still have the YouTube thing. But there's one more. Well, I do the YouTube thing. I do ten stories and a YouTube thing. That's true. Do you want me to... I have another story. You I actually, need to have two, then. No, that's fine. I have two more stories. Okay, all right. I actually came across another one that I probably should have gone with. I will spin the, the wheel out yeah, of respect. No. Spin it out of but respect. But I have no idea what category it's going to be. It's all weird news at this point. Okay, weird news. Weird news. Joe's version. Celebrity Cruise kept a passenger's dead body in the drinks cooler for six days and let it rot, lawsuit alleges. An elderly an elderly man's corpse was left to rot for six days. This is kind of up your alley. You know you know about cruises. Was left to rot for six days in a drinks cooler aboard a cruise ship after he died on board, according to a civil lawsuit against Celebrity Cruises. In a complaint filed in Florida court on Wednesday, the family of so-and-so, who was 78, accuses the cruise lines of improperly storing his body after death, resulting in its decomposition. Um, I'm like my first thought Did when you I read, read this whole, was like you read the whole article. Uh no, I have not okay, read the whole article. So they, are you aware of this, this? Yes. Okay, you know about this. I have to. I am on the pulse of cruising. Okay. okay? Well, I don't know. Last week I talked about the documentary I just That's watched. True. Hello. That's true. Um, legally, every cruise ship has a morgue. Okay. Okay. Every everyone, uh, Celebrity Cruise Line does have a morgue. Uh, the body was stored in the morgue, mm-hmm. uh, but due to some sort of restraints or some sort of issue uh he was moved to a beverage cooler okay um i have a beverage cooler in the basement we all know as cold as it gets is 34 degrees yeah that's not cold enough um that mine said at 36 and that is not cold enough here yeah 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 uh where the morgue is you know what is the dog doing there's a shoe oh my gosh (laughs) anyway uh morgues are much colder um, so there is, uh, yeah. there, there is that concern. Yeah. And I mean, there's like a full on freezer. They weren't, yeah. yeah. They weren't able, they weren't able to have uh, an open casket and that's, Oh, um, Oh, it was that bad. Yeah. Ooh. So, I mean, that is actually very sad. Yeah. That's very distressing. Sad. All right. Read your next it's story. Also weird. Go get my shoe back. Okay. So the next story was, um, 2018, a man in Oregon was arrested for stealing a train and taking it on a joy ride. The man identified as Joseph Andrew Shelton was a railroad enthusiast who had been working as a conductor for a local railway company. According to reports, Shelton was off-duty when he broke into a train yard and stole a locomotive, which he then drove for more than an hour along a stretch of track. More trains? Yeah. Jeez. 
Jeez. You love trains more like I like cruises. No, so here, here's what happened. Uh, I, I used ChatGPT to find stories for myself. Well, because, good thing we have to a, be fair, you sprung this on me at the last we moment. We have a Chat right GTP episode coming up. So you I was like, oh, like okay, friend. I'll go find an article about this. And I typed it in and I thought I had found that article. And it was a totally different article. So he was off duty. He uh, took it on a joyride. My thought is like, you don't have like open roads to select from here. You're 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 on rail lines. You know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not getting away with this. Um, he reportedly blew the train's whistle and waved to onlookers, causing commotion in nearby neighborhoods. The incident was eventually reported to police, who were able to stop the train and arrest Shelton without incident. He was charged with theft, criminal mischief, and unauthorized use of a vehicle. Um, so, yeah, would you ever, would you ever steal and joyride a train? I mean, you can't really go wherever you want. That Yeah, that's the problem. It's not like a tank, you know, because with a tank, you steal a tank, you can go wherever you want, really. Yeah. Yeah. A runaway train is, you still don't know where it's headed. Yeah. It's only running away in one direction. You know? Right. And literally, like, not even, like, back, forward, backwards. It's yeah. usually just... Just forward. Forward that way. <laughs> I don't know. That, w- that would be one of the lamest things to steal. <laughs> what a thing to go to jail for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're um, down to uh, YouTube. YouTube. So we did your 10 stories. YouTube. Uh YouTube rabbit hole is uh, my job this time around. Giving me, you know, I, I think it was good to switch it up, you know? Switch it up. All right, so my YouTube channel that uh, I watch pretty regularly uh, would be Shadiversity, which is, uh, I would say it's educational, uh, focusing mainly on fictional and medieval weaponry. Okay. Um, not only just uh, recreations of medieval weaponry, because... Uh, he he does have these things made that are um, exactly the way they would have been accurate and accurate. Uh, but he also does things like um, you know can duct tape stop a sword. Okay. Um, and you know there's obviously um, some fictional things like in the movie Prey he does reenact uh, the rope axe to see if it's actually physically possible. Oh okay yeah. Because um, he does know how to use weapons. If you like if you like swords. Definitely a channel to watch. Um, some things get pretty wild. I mean, there's some pretty giant long swords on his channel. Um, <laughs> but then again, I mean, there's also um, just medieval history. So uh, it goes over different medicines used by doctors in the medieval ages and things that supposedly cured whatever. Mm, um, poultices and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, again, the fun stuff is weaponry from films and mm-hmm. just kind of um, kind of dissecting fight scenes and what was wrong and what's right about yeah. uh, different scenes. So very cool channel. Shadiversity. Weapons myth busting. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, yeah, kind of like, uh, what was that show they used to have where, you know, like, oh, who would win? A knight oh, versus yeah, yeah, samurai. Yeah. Like, yeah, they would, and they would have, like, this computer run a simulation yeah, 5,000 yeah, yeah. times, and they'd be like, so yeah. So it's kind of like that, but without the fighting, and just focus mainly on the weaponry. Who would win, an army ranger or a samurai? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good, that was a good show. That was a good show. She has a new shoe. Okay. <laughs> Great. So that's our, that's our cue, I guess. Um, all right. So next week, we have an AI episode, then Canada, uh, and then we'll do some sort of uh, finale before we come back and... With new clothes, if you will. New opening that I got five-star uh, ratings for. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They don't like the show, but they like the opening theme songs, which is fine. That's really all. We just want them to like one part of it. Like, if you yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the pauses between when we're talking. Oh, or the dog. We, thank you. We appreciate that. Or the dog. If you're here for the it's dog. It's like, hey, we're doing a new season. I just bought a puppy. Let's see how this works. <laughs> it's going to work out great. I'll have no shoes by the end of the season. True. Except for the ones you're wearing. Well, give her a minute. All right, so uh, yeah, so until next time, thank you for listening. Make sure to listen to the video game episode uh, that will come out tomorrow. I forget what I'm talking about, um, but I'm getting a little things are movies are getting movies I thought were good aren't good anymore, mm. and movies that are supposedly bad aren't that bad. Mm. So it's all evening out. It's kind of weird. Hmm. It's kind of weird. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because like if it all just becomes eh, then you know where do you go from there? Nothing's really blown me away. Hmm. Yeah. And I thought it would. You know, I thought I'd have, like, there's nostalgia to yeah. things, but yeah. I'm not feeling it. I used to, I when I, when I was, I used to love Resident Evil. I don't anymore. Is it, is it, I guess people have to listen to that episode, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, that's unfortunate, because I, I do remember the last time I watched Resident Evil, I remember it feeling a little off. And I think it was just, it had, it hasn't aged that well. Right. And that's, that's what I'm thing. running into, you yeah. know? And there's things that are like, apparently the worst movies ever made, and they're not that bad. And they're not that bad. So, anyway. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll keep doing that uh, as long as we can as well. And uh, we'll just see what the future holds. <laughs> see what the future holds. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.